Hello there. Welcome back to another Coruscant Lights video where we're, today we'll be talking about if we were to break Star Wars into phases similar to the MCU. Of course, here's Cooper. Hello, guys. And Jack. Hello, everyone. All right, well, how shall we begin? Should we begin with straight into the first phase? Or? I reckon so. I reckon so. <laughs> Jinx. So, I think before we get into the first phase, I think what's to mention or to consider is that a lot of it will be sequential release order just purely because of how they are chronologically followed, following each other. So, but in some aspects, we have moved other projects further up and like lower, depending on how we think it should be placed within the phase itself. And we're so, also having to predict what the under what the uh, projects that haven't been made yet. Yes. We're kind of guessing what they're going to be about and when they're going to be set. Well, yeah, actually, well, I think this is a probably good topic to talk about first, considering the Acolyte, just purely, and the Dawn of the Jedi, because they are both set way before the Phantom Menace, yeah. and and anything to do with the Republican Separatists, would they technically be in their own phase or would this be counted as... It's almost as, like a prequel, prequel phase. Yeah, prequel phase one. A prequel of the prequels. Yeah, so what, what will we actually put it with that, though? Are we going to put phase, it at the top of phase one? Phase 0.5? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, this, uh, is, this is where it gets interesting, though, isn't it? Because they are... The Dawn of the Jedi, if it's going through with what they initially intended, was, like, the birth of the Jedi. That's like, well before that's like, anything. That's like that's that's uh, like minus thousand phase. Like that's way way before. So are we gonna maybe the acolyte and the Dawn of Jedi, considering that they are not a part of the Skywalker saga as such, that it was called pre phase one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's fair. Or is there like oh we should have a phase or maybe a phase where it's just um projects that are way beyond either the like start of the Skywalker saga and the end of the yeah, Skywalker Yeah, I mean, saga. until we kind of get more content yeah. around that, I feel like then, yeah. that's probably the appropriate way to go. Mm. Um, but let's get into phase one because that is what is, you know, what starts everything off. Mm. So what projects started off the Skywalker saga are the Phantom Menace. Mm -hmm. So it would make sense to start off phase one uh, with the Phantom Menace. It yep. was the start of Anakin Skywalker's journey and... Uh, his introduction into, I guess, well, not his introduction. It was also... But it was his the first time him at the start of his life was on screen. So. Mm. And we could say a similar thing for Obi-Wan. Yeah. Well, the start of his mm. journey even starts as a Padawan, which, well, yeah. if you think about it, mm. like how often, I don't know about you guys, but I always forget about the <laughs> fact he's, he's, a actually, he's actually a Padawan in the <laughs> film. It was weird. It's very weird. Um, I think we forgot to mention that the first phase, it's simply it's going to call it the Republic and the Separatists. You know, in, like, for example, Marvel always have, like, the names of their one. Like, I think the one that we're currently in now is at the... Multiverse. Multiverse. Saga. Yeah, the Multiverse. Like, we had... Did we... We haven't had a cos Cosmic one yet? No? No. That would be cool. That's when we get, hopefully, Fantastic Four and Silver Surfer and all them. That'd, that'd be nice. But, um... And then, Talking Star Wars. Yeah, to sorry, sorry. <laughs> and, then after, and then after that, we're, we're going to probably put ours as Tales of the Jedi. So this one's interesting because it's also set before Phantom Menace with a lot of the characters, but then it's also set a bit beyond with Ahsoka and stuff mm -hmm. after the Clone Wars. But I think the reason why we didn't want to start our phase with a kind of like an, just an anthology animation, mm -hmm. I think that'd be a bit it's weird. It's like a side story. Yeah, yeah. It'd be weird to start something yeah. as a side story. But I think it's a good gateway from Phantom uh, between Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones where it introduced characters that you will see a lot more prominently later and also it's, develop the ones you just especially watched. Especially with Dooku. Yeah, yeah. Dooku and... Qui-Gon, obviously, from what you just watched, you yeah. get more of them. Like, obviously, because he doesn't 
they, but they don't know that yet in the phases, but they don't know he doesn't come back. So they're mm. like, oh, yeah, he's yeah. he's gone now. This is a bit about before him. And then we're going to get into his master who we're going to see in Attack of the Clones. Mm-hmm. Thus leading into Attack of the Clones. Yep, there we go. Oh, there you go. Great, great segue. <laughs> so, well, guys, why, why do you want to put, put uh, Attack well, of the Clones like here? I feel like it kind of makes sense given that, like, it's the next kind of event slash movie that happens before... We kind of get the ball rolling with the Clone Wars mm. and everything, big, so it kind of has to fit in here. And there's no other projects. That... Kicks kicks the big the big event off of the I Clone also, Wars. I also think it's a good uh, follow through from Tales of the Jedi. I think you guys were saying that before, actually, mm. but um, just in terms of especially the Ahsoka content. Oh yeah. Um. Obviously, there is some that is set during the Clone Wars there, but at least we get kind of her st- the start of her story. I was going to say it probably is a better way to introduce her. Instead of the way we were, when she was a bit whiny and everyone trying to was kind of hard to yeah. like her first. Yeah. Yeah. But if they kind of see her, they like her after. Before, yeah. Before she's in that and stage, then you, you know that she's obviously going to end up being progressive mm. later later on. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I thought Attack of the Clones fits there, and mm. then obviously we segue into the Clone Wars. That makes sense. Wouldn't the Clone Wars movie go just before it? Oh, we can in the Clone Wars movie. Well. It is can. Well, can I mean, it, I, I just kind of. Think that's true. That's a part of the Clone Wars. I would, yeah, yeah, I would have considered part, part of the Clone yeah. Wars. It's just not a very good movie, but that's that's for a different day to talk about. Mm. But yeah, the Clone Wars clearly, obviously, because of you know that is the main. I feel like in this phase, because it's called the Republic and the Separatists, the Clone Wars part is almost. I would say like the Infinity Infinity War, like yeah, the Avengers, it is the main event, the main of event the phase. of the phase, yeah. and then Revenge of the Sith is like the kind of the end Ties game. It off. Yeah, yeah, whereas like caps it off. With a little thing after, which we'll discuss. But yeah. but yeah, I think the Clone Wars is what the phase is about. Everything yes. was building up the characters to it, yeah. and yeah. building up the main plot yeah. kind of yeah. for for it. We've yeah. seen Dooku, we've seen Ahsoka, we've yeah. seen Grievous. Anakin and Obi Wan, even yeah. Grievous. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of a culmination of everything that's come before into uh, yeah, just this big seven mm. season event. Mm. Obviously, you would put season seven after Revenge of the Sith because that's just how it fits in the timeline. Mm. But, oh, well, you kind of split it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Imagine yeah. um, watching it in this order yeah. and then, like, seeing Maul come back. That'd be crazy. Phantom Menace. That'd be nuts. Like, if you're watching it all in oh, order so true, for the first actually. time. That's so true. Like, well, then later on, you... Well, we'll talk about yeah, that later. <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah, it's and actually really interesting. I think we'll finish it off... Like, obviously, it would be good to finish off with Revenge of the Sith. Mm. That seems mm. like a good point to end it. But, but we had this discussion mm. earlier... We think that ending it with Obi-Wan Kenobi, the show, would be better um, because to start off our next phase with a show that kind of is focusing on a character from the prequels, prequels. and it's still Ewan McGregor's portrayal, yeah. Yeah. I'd feel a bit weird to have it plonked right at the start. And lead the OT kind of. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. it kind of round out Qui-Gon's mm-hmm. uh, arc in the sense that he's at the very end of this of this um, uh, season, so yeah, and it would be very odd, as they've said, to start mm. phase two where the end of the first project is Qui Gon, <laughs> yeah, and then he never returns. Yeah, so this one's so, kind of like a nice little send off to him, and also continues on from the Revenge of the Sith, where Yoda goes, "Ah, oh, an old friend has learned yeah. the path to immortality," mm. and then you know, obviously, you get yeah. the show, and then this is all. You know, we all wish that the projects sometimes were better. Like, could, everyone could have been like an unreal, like even more to cap off the phase. But it is what it is. We're not the movie makers. We're just making the phases. That's it. Yep. So I think now we are finally already on to phase two. Phase two. The Rebellion and the Empire. Phase Ooh. two was probably one of the more underappreciated phases in Marvel. 
Um, but mm. there were some great projects in there. We got Captain America Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, we got some Guardians of the Galaxy type projects in this in this uh, Star Wars phase. Uh, and where else do we start but with um, one of the fan favorite characters? Yeah. Han Solo, start off with the movie, mm. get it rolling, introduce Han and kind of get his Chewy. story going through Barker and as it's well. Also- in a way, mm. I mean, we've seen the Empire begin in Revenge of the yeah. Sith, but it's kind of leading into how the Empire came into existence. And formulates, and yeah. It's, it's strengthening. Mm. Like, yeah, with the battles and stuff, how yeah. we see, you know, how they, how they hire anybody to fight on the <laughs> Literally anyone that's willing yeah. to. And then also it leads into, obviously, Emphis Nest later yeah. on. Yeah. which yep. Beginnings of the Rebellion yeah, as well. that's what she explains. But I think the reason why we also started with Solo instead of, like, the other ones is because... I think similar to how we structured the first phase is we want to introduce the characters who you'll see more of in the major plot of like the phase. So like, it's like, it's literally like the, how Marvel do it. It's like, why would you introduce the guardians like in the main movie instead of have their own thing beforehand? Cause imagine if they showed up in Avengers and you're like, mm. who are these guys? Yeah. We yeah. haven't seen any guys That's before. Great. So I think it's like solo is a, I think it's, if we're going off in terms of quality too, I think it's an underappreciated movie mm-hmm. and, and it's one that I think definitely sets up the kind of the future of how the Empire becomes a lot more dominant and also how it's hard to, you know, get around anywhere without Imperial jurisdiction and yep. stuff. I feel like um, it's also important to discuss the Bad Batch in oh, terms of yeah. in this phase. I would probably put it oh, either talk- before Solo mm-hmm. or after Solo. I'd probably put it after the one that we're about to talk about after Solo. Okay, that's fair enough. I, I reckon, because it kind of, it feels a bit more Andor-esque. With, yeah. You know, but then however, oh, but then it's like, meant to be like, how much after Revenge of the Sith is it meant to be? What, Bad Batch? Oh, it starts with Order 66. Yeah, it starts with Order 66. So it's just a continuation. Kind of like a, yeah, bleeding through the, fa- this is this is why it's hard to do um a Star Wars phase thing, because it bleeds into each phase, this yeah. kind of thing, a lot of these animated projects. So, yeah. You know, if, it kind of depends, but that could even fit at the end of phase one, possibly. Yeah, but I feel like in terms of the mm. send off for or like the the almost the hopeful nature of Obi Wan Kenobi, mm. I feel like that's gotta. I think yeah. Be well, what if? Well, I would say Bad Batch is before Obi Wan Kenobi anyway. Actually, yeah, I probably so would put Bad Batch after Revenge. We probably should have maybe done that. Yeah. I know chronologically speaking, it makes sense for Obi Wan's character to go straight after that, but I think because the Bad Batch also deals with Order sixty six. Mm. And if it follows up after Revenge, you get, obviously, all the post-Order 66 stuff. And then also, it leaves you teased for the next phase of how the Empire starts to... What they're doing on Mount Tart? Tantus. Tantus. Yep, I was going to say Tardis. <laughs> I think of Tarde sauce. Uh, sorry, I'm a little, <laughs> bit hung- a little, little bit hungry here. Yeah. Craving some calamari right now. <laughs> but um, I think... Um, it- <laughs> I think it would be a good uh, lead way for the OT kind of trilogy. So I know that yeah. we backtracked a little bit there, but I think we did almost forget the Bad Batch. I almost forgot about the Bad Batch there. Whoops. Yeah. Mon, so, mon Calamari. Uh, Bro wants some Mon Calamari. I don't want some Mon Calamari. Bro wants some fish love from yeah. that. Oh, oh, God. I forgot about that, but... <laughs> Sorry. Look, look. The Grogu's ball. Okay, so after Solo, it's back on track. After Solo... This is an interesting one because we actually have really not much any idea on what, what's happening with this, the Lando movie. Mm. So they said that they want to cast, obviously have Donald Glover again as Lando. So that obviously means that it's still his young um, version prequel to when we saw him in Empire and obviously 
way before Rise of Skywalker appearance. So I think that one is also a good continuation of Solo because we yeah. see him there and they have that end off kind of with the card <coughs> the card game. And then it leads yep. in and then instead of focusing on Han and Chewie and all them, it kind of goes into Lando now. So mm. it's like it's building. This is this gets me excited because it's it's like you're building all these characters that you yeah. see later on and I think it establishes them better. For example, when we eventually get to Empire, you're going to be like, oh, we've seen these guys in their two movies. We know that they were friends, but they also had some beef. That is true. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it would just... Well, this is this is the thing. It's good. It's easier to do this now once everything's released, but it's, <coughs> back then they never knew they were going to make all this stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. So you couldn't be like, oh... Because I, re- I reckon now they would be like, oh, we'd probably put a solo in a Lando movie or something yeah, before definitely. Empire, you know, but they just introduce those characters during now. Definitely. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I guess that leads us, if we're done with Lando, <coughs> into the next character to build up. Which Your favourite. My favourite, Andor, yeah, yeah. which obviously isn't just... I mean, we didn't see heaps of him in mm. in Rogue One, but I feel like, if anything, this builds up the Rebellion and the Empire. Yes. It's yeah, more about them than, I think, Correct. Andor himself. Correct. Yeah. 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 So we get to see, as we've said so many times on the podcast before, how the Empire begins to get into its strongest point mm. and the even, you know, the beginnings of the rebellion and how the rebel alliance actually forms as opposed to just all these different groups. And how it's almost like a lot of the rebel alliance have different kind of um, factions that yeah. are considered, you know, terroristic kind of mm. in the way that they yeah. approach kind of uh, rebelling against yeah. the Empire. And add so, some yeah. more depth for when we get to A New Hope yeah, and we see, you know, these are the rebellion, they're just the good guys. But mm-hmm. in this... We kind of see they're a bit more of a morally grey sort of yeah, but it also, organization. It also shows what like this is why it's a good follow up after um, <laughs> Solo and, and Lando too because I mean we don't know what's going to be happening in Lando but with Andor it shows how Andor got put in um, prison for literally doing mm. nothing and yeah. just extended their sentences yeah. just to get work <laughs> out of them. It did, it kind of just it's getting me excited again. <laughs> it just builds on like how cruel they are from like the beginning of this phase. To eventually the end, and and it kind of, I think then it changes the perspective that you see when watching the OT movies yeah. because you're like, oh, the troopers may look pretty useless in the movies, but at least you've seen them in yeah. a stronger yeah, yeah. plot beforehand. Pose an actual threat. Yes, exactly. And so the yeah. other thing as well is that we've seen in Revenge of the Sith the beginning mm. you know, of the Death Star. Yeah, so perfect continuation. And then in Andor we get to see kind of the finishing of its construction. Yeah, yeah. Ready for what will be coming soon. Yeah, so. Yeah, it bleeds Actually, in that's nicely. That's so true. That is so true. It just bleeds in Imagine nicely. Imagine seeing Andor before, and even our next project, yeah. Rebels, yeah. Um, before A New Hope. It just would set the stage so perfectly oh, yeah. for um, That's what I'm Hope. saying. They really missed the ball, I think, with oh, well, they were, planning. They, were to, yeah. well, they weren't going to plan a whole... No, no. I wouldn't say... We're not going to call it a saga, but like a... a the franchise. Because yeah. like, we're only going to do like a few movies, you yeah, know? So, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> I also liked your point about like learning about the different rebel factions, uh, the rebel factions, mm. and what they do, what they're each doing to try and contribute to the growing rebellion. One goal, and we also see that in rebels as well mm. with uh, the ghost crew, and we also see it. I forgot there's a, there's a group called the Iron Squadron. Iron Squadron. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then there's a few others that I can't recall off the top of my head. Rogue but they're definitely. Rogue, I don't think Rogue's no. That that's a, uh, I think that was wasn't that like the name of um, comic book run. Yeah, yeah. And but it was a movie that was going to come out. Yeah, but that's one. anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so sure. Rebels kind of kind of almost is a good midpoint for the phase because mm-hmm. we're getting characters that we've seen in previous 
uh, projects like Obi Wan mm-hmm. and even Lando. We get some Mall, Lando and Ahsoka. Oh, yep. Yeah, it's Maul's kind of end end to the arc mm. or end of his arc, and then we're obviously moving towards um, seeing some of these characters again in in our phase three. Mm. But yeah, so it's a good midpoint for that, and then we segue into Rogue One. Yeah, our what? first. Uh, our first movie, well, I guess a Lando movie came out, but yeah. the first released movie since Solo. Um, and that really is kind of the culmination it's, of all the efforts that almost, have happened so far. It mm. almost cements the thing of the development of the Death Star. Yeah. So we're getting towards its final destruction, but yeah. we, we see it, you know, it's testing on yeah. Jeddah, Jeddah City and then on Scarif and how it kind of transitions to... You make such a good point. You make such a good point. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say how the Death Star, how we've seen it slowly build up. Yeah. And, you know, it's like the growing yeah. threat. You know, yeah. like, it's like no, the, the Thanos. It's like, yeah, the Infinity Stones of Marvel. Yeah. That's so true. Huh? Yeah. Oh my goodness. That's... Well, that's and that was it's literally literally started from the Separatists yeah. back from yeah. Attack of the Clones. That's true. We even see it there. Even well, there. Poggle Poggle. Poggle. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine like just. Like obviously you like can't do it now. This building, but yeah. if you saw it in Attack of the Clones, like oh okay, it's just a weird looking mm. ball. Sphere. And then yeah. slowly you see it starts to be built mm. and then used and then ultimately it's used um, to destroy Alderaan and then destroyed itself. But yeah, that, that <laughs> I would think be, I think be crazy. The good thing about um, having Rogue One there, I think it culminates. It kind of resonates with um, I would like to say Civil War. Yeah. Where it's got a lot of the characters from obviously before. Mm. It is just as big as the other movies to come, mm-hmm. but it's not the movie yeah. to come. So exactly. I think it's it's like the big build up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The big build up. And I think that movie does it perfectly, even with what where it's released <laughs> now and every it's just perfect, you know what I mean? For that so I think that's why we all love it so much. Yeah. And now it's quite interesting what happens. So now obviously after Rogue One, Rogue One segues pretty much straight into the start of a new hope. Which has to follow up obviously for mm-hmm. yeah. reasons. Yeah. And then we will Keep going with Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Yeah. But it's weird because obviously that takes place in like a five or six year gap. Is that right? It's very close, I think. Whereas every movie in phase one, there was like a 10 year gap between yeah. Phantom Menace and Four, Attack of yeah. the Clones. And then again, between that and Revenge of the Sith. So you could have projects between that. Mm. Obviously had the Clone Wars. Um, so yeah, to have, we're kind of putting all of the main movies yeah. at the We've back. Got, like the whole leading like, up, if you want to call it like the Luke arc, kind of, yeah. or at least the beginning of it to end off with Phase Two. I would like to mention though that I know we don't want to go on tension about underdetermined uh, projects, but it would be better to on, honestly because we've obviously structured this out already, people who are listening. Um, but I think Phase Two here is or is still a bit under under rated in a way in terms of. I think there could be more stuff in it, such as if we ever had other projects like um, the mall, like what, what in between Solo and uh, Rebels with his syndicate and everything. Mm. I think even a Solo 2 or like the TV series of, I think there's a lot of things cooking, we can say, that would be going into this phase because I think the next phase is very stacked with content, whether it's good content or not. But I for think... For obvious reasons, yeah. this is the Disney era. Yeah. They're going to pump out projects for their, <laughs> Bro, for their own... I'm not saying that... Yes, do it again. No, I'm not saying the fact that it's bad. I'm saying it makes sense that what we're going to get into is kind of a sequel age. Of course, Disney are going to make yeah. all their projects for that because that's their focus. Yeah, so from a couple from Phase 2. I just think Phase 2, I reckon... Because I know Phase 1, in terms of looking at both of them together, it looks the same, but Clone Wars lasted forever. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Like, Rebels was pretty long, but it, n- nothing really 
It doesn't, ex I feel like there needs to be more. And I feel like people are like, oh, stop going back to the past, stop going back to the past. But that was such a good era of Star Wars yeah. where I think we didn't even have that much. Like, who said we can't go between Empire and Return or, or A New Hope and Empire, but not following the main characters yeah. and just doing a completely different story in that time period. Yeah. Like, it doesn't need... Not everyone was fighting in those battles, you know what I mean? There was other stuff happening in the galaxy at the same time, too. Yeah. It's almost like they could do a Rogue One of... Yeah. Instead of between three and four, between mm. four, five, or five and six. Well, there's so much that Darth was doing between those periods. Mm. I know it's only a couple of years and stuff, but, like, he was still doing so much between them, you know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. But I think that uh, Return, obviously, caps off our Phase 2... Yep. With what we've already had released. The redemption of Vader. Yep. And, and then and then we get to Phase three. Phase three, the resistance and the first order. Crazy. Yeah. Um and I think the first project that we are going to start off with. Normally we didn't want to start with a, a show, but just A because it's it was groundbreaking <laughs> for the time and also mm. because it's not really following it's, it's like a new sort of universe. Yeah. So it's expanding. So it just... takes us off kind of the main mm. storyline. Mm. Yeah. So we're doing The Mandalorian. Mm. Um, obviously not all three seasons are going to fit <laughs> yeah. here, but just The Mandalorian itself yeah. will start off the phase. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's probably the perfect start to it. It kind of gets us involved in the bounty hunting business again. after, and after, after Empire. Yeah, yeah, it begins off the sort of events of the Imperial like, Remnant. Yeah, it's like an aftermath. Obviously, I think, again, I aftermath. cannot believe... I feel like this gets more references in this podcast than any other thing. The Battlefront 2 campaign <laughs> <laughs> does a great job at showing the Battle of Jakku. And that was kind of, for me, the end of the Empire rather than the Return of the Jedi. Anyway, that's not here. <laughs> the so, just starting off with the Mandalorian, it is that showing... It's the aftermath of the Battle of Jakku. It's... <laughs> Showing, you know, the Empire's split, it's fractured, everyone's gone off into hiding. Um, and, yeah, so it's just what's happened to the Empire. How are people reacting to it? Mm. How's this new Republic working? And obviously we learn about how they're working in Ahsoka, but it's like it's you're kind of getting a little bit of information. Oh, yeah. You've got the cloning initiative still going up ahead mm -hmm. with Dr. Pershing. So it's just kind of giving a little taste for what could be coming in the future. Yeah. And I think, obviously, because we can't always fit all three seasons, obviously, in that one bit, but then the Book of Boba Fett has to kind of follow due yep. to him being introduced it's, within the show. Yeah, it's almost the exact same time period. Yeah, so, so it's almost like they'll run... They'll, well, they'll they, be running unanimous, yeah, and unanimously. Yeah, between each other. Yeah, yeah. So and I think... also, we get to see um, Luke come back. Yeah. So this is kind of the beginnings of seeing what happens Post to Luke. Post-return yeah. Luke. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that kind of... I think... I'd like to say the, the Book of Boba Fett also bleeds into the next one, which is why it's good to have it after. Because, obviously, after... I think we don't need to spend too much time on the Boba Fett one because no. his kind of story is not... It's his own story. It's his own There's story. not a whole lot of it's things just, that happen galaxy-spanning. It's more just what he's doing at that time yeah. after... Like, it just shows that he's basically alive again after yeah. Return, after his weird, faithful demise <laughs> there. But anyway, it leads into Ahsoka. And this is interesting because we actually do get her in Boba Fett and Mandalorian. So, once again, I think almost... You know what I'm starting to think? That these phases is not about Anakin. It's about Ahsoka. She's in... <laughs> she's she's in, in every phase, Is yeah. she in the second phase? Uh, yeah, she's in Rebels. Yeah. Yep, yep, Rebels. There you go. I think the, the hidden the hidden plot is, is Ahsoka's Guys, journey. we've just cracked the code. It's not about <laughs> it's the Skywalkers. Dave story. It's not about the Skywalkers. It's about Ahsoka. Yeah. So, then we got Ahsoka, obviously, and that's... And then this is where it gets interesting. Because the Ahsoka show builds up this massive looming threat of the return of the Empire, right? 
Mm. With Thrawn. I think actually it depends what happens in the next season because yeah. I'm starting to think we could honestly split what we've got as phase three into, into two, into, into three and four. Three and four, yes, one thing. I'm have to do a read. It's almost there. like a storyline the building up of the Imperial Remnants. On its own, yeah. Coming back. Because Oh, yeah, because then it's going to be two. Then de- phase three will be too stacked. It depends. Yeah, it depends <clears throat> if they're going to come back and form the first order. Mm. If that's what happens, then it's all one phase. It's fine. Yeah. But if it's if it's trying to return to the empire, Imperial Remnant. Yeah. yeah. Well, then that yeah, that this is, and if if it was like that, then this is a stacked phase. We need to <laughs> that needs to get broken up because Ahsoka's whole thing with Thrawn that also continues the story of the rebels from mm. phase two, and yeah. kind of shows that even though they defeated the empire. They're never fully gone. There's always mm. someone that wants to re... You know what I mean? And that's what we saw even in, in Mandalorian with that old... The old guy from Doc Martin where he goes, Oh, I'm a separatist of you this know? for life. Yeah, so that was, <laughs> that was so funny. But... He should have worn a t-shirt that said separatist forever. <laughs> yeah. That'd be funny. <laughs> but then I think it's hard to talk about Ahsoka anymore since obviously we haven't got the whole com- yeah. completion. I mean, that's the same with Mandalorian. We have the the, the movie too. That could be placed in nowhere. It would also be interesting to see where Balin's story would have fit into it, but obviously we didn't get much development there, so... But we're going to get more sure now. Gonna <clears throat> I feel like Ahsoka is almost like a Rebels in a sense. Not on a... Not on a... a like a Rebels or a Empire sort of standpoint, mm. but on a character standpoint. It's this kind of meeting point for a bunch of different characters and where they're mm. going to go off to now, so... It definitely is, yeah. But mm. I think this obviously leads into our another one that we're not really sure about anything, yeah, to be honest, which is Skeleton, Skeleton Crew. Crew. I'm not sure if we want to, what we're going to talk about this one. Um, all we know is it's set in the same time, yeah. so that's all we really can say. We can't really place it yet without it's just more knowing. Of a guess. Yeah, it's more of an estimate, I guess, to yeah. say like it's not going to be linked too much to the, the three movies after, mm-hmm. but... I don't think it's going to follow anything that we've seen before, too. Probably not. I think yeah. it's going to be one of those weird... Um, well, we haven't really had... Show, yeah, we haven't really had any of those outliers. Maybe, like, the Lando one, you'd say, but he's still in the movie. Almost Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, I'd say it's Book of Boba Fett. Exploding the characters. Which, it's honestly, Phase 3 here for us could be the... Uh, it's literally the the Phase 4 of Marvel, where it's just weird projects coming out for the sake <laughs> the of... Phase 4 of Marvel. Yep, exactly. Phase 4 of Marvel. Yikes. But then... It yeah. gets exciting. Mark? Uh, well, we're going to kick it off. We're going to... Well, we're going to split this phase or we're going to keep it all Let's as just one. keep it as one keep for, for now. Well, we can do a in read. In that case, then, it will continue on to the Mandoverse movie, which mm. obviously is going to tie in all these shows that we've been seeing at the start of the phase into mm-hmm. the big whatever's going to happen next. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, think, I think that's almost... Yeah, look, people watching, listening, I think... If you wanted to split the phases off, you would split it here. That's what I was thinking, yeah. But then there's not much for After, phase four. Yeah. But then it could have been with that other... Un- you, we, even know, we don't even know if it's coming out, but the Ray's Jedi Order movie, that would obviously be in the phase four. Yeah. Yeah. So I think for the sake of it, we could say that that is the end of phase three, just, just for the sake of it. But then you would have to call it... the uh, you. Then the phase instead would would not be called the Resistance and the First Order. You'd probably the New Republic. You'd probably the, call it the New Republic and, and the Empire uh, or something. And the Imperial Remnants. The Imperial Remnants. That's good. Imperial Ascendants. Or you could just say the the Imperial Remnant. Yeah, was, yeah. Yeah. So I think next, obviously, this is where it gets interesting though, because if it, if we did split it off here, yeah. we I'm start our to, thing with Resistance. Well, I'm starting no, to. We don't think, want Resistance. I'm starting to think though, that if we ignore what's coming there, that this would be a good place to split. 
into a phase three and a phase four because mm. it's almost these shows are almost their own thing, which they is are. why mm. it's called the Manoverse. Yeah. So yeah, it's almost I feel like the movie's gonna tie off mm. all the whatever happens in the shows. Or yes, it will, but it also has the possibility to yeah. set up these movies. If it does do that, even more, then it's all one phase yeah. still. Yeah. Well, I think now after doing this quick little change up, I think we have to open with Force Awakens. Yeah. And then put Resistance. Just after it, because yeah. even if it is set... Is it set before? Uh, I think it's season one is, season two is set after. After. Yeah, after Force Awakens. Or during. I don't yeah, know. because Kylo Ren's in it. Um, I think you kind of have to be like, oh, it's a bit like Tales of the Jedi. You don't want to open with an animated project. Mm. You kind of want to open it with a big big boy kind of thing. <laughs> so <laughs> I think... billion dollar maker movie. That movie made so much money. It did make so much money. It's like the top ten highest grossing <laughs> movies of all time. Anyway, that's, that's crazy. That's fine. Uh, yeah, and then we kind of just move on to The, the Last Jedi, end? the best movie of... No, I'm joking, it's not. Um, the best... No, uh, yeah, The Last Jedi, and then The Rise of Skywalker, and then... And then that would kind of... But then we would have Rey's... I think Rey's one would end, oh, yes, end the would. thing off. Because yeah. I think that would introduce the new phase, after, everything after it, right? Yes. And I think her whatever happens in that movie would cap off you that know, whole little bit. It could be like a um, Far From Home sort of sitch. Like, Endgame was the definitive end, but then yeah. they still had... Far from home, so I know far from home after that as kind of a way yeah, to exactly. segue into phase mm. four. Like it's still in that phase, it still happens, things are still relative to that phase, yeah, but it's, it's also the first one of the new one almost. Yeah, it's know. like um focusing on the events of what's happened mm. in the prime just movie. Really after. And then it's really just kind of setting up what's happening next. So Yeah, hundred percent. That mm. is that is it. That that's, is our Marvel so phases as 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 uh, that's our stylish phases as Marvel. Yeah. Um but um, it would be interesting to it would be interesting if they actually released them like that. Yeah, so, I, I feel like that would change the whole perception of Star Wars when you watch them. But I feel like one day we almost will in like when the new movies and all that start to come out, we can re reevaluate because, yeah. for example, some of these ones like Lando, Acolyte, Donna Giant, not even out. You know what mm. I mean? So it's like imagine if these new out of the Skywalker saga came like comes out now or whatever, and then you can kind of. I'll be like, oh, well, we got these phase one, two, three, four, let's just say. These are our main phases. But then these other fake, like other external ones that are outside of the side, we can call them a different thing, which and then structure them in their own kind of separate yeah. way too. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. No, I had a lot of fun doing that. Yeah. I was good. Good to yeah. kind of uh, reimagine Star Wars in yeah. a sense. Just kind of change our perspectives already. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm excited to go yeah. watch it again. Oh, that's what like, I said. Yeah. I want to yeah, watch yeah. Andor and all that again in that, or, like, solo in yeah. that order and see now, what it's... all about Ahsoka. Yeah, that's literally. Alright, anyway. well, do you want to do the closing today? Uh, of course. Well, thank you all for listening. Of course, we need to say thank you to our patrons, Ben and Nikita, <laughs> as always. Thanks for watching and see you guys later. See you guys. Yeah.